Welcome to the Positive Pants Podcast. Mindset, motivation, and inspiration to help you find your positive pants. Let go of negative thinking and stop living for the weekend with your host, Fran Excel. So welcome to the show. As always, it's Fran Excel Mindset Coach helping you find your very own pair of positive pants so you can get out of your own way and live a life that you love. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm very grateful you've chosen to put me in your earbuds today. Please do hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything and do leave me a review. I love, love, love reading them and it really helps me get found by other people who need to hear what I share. I'd also love you to email me your mindset and productivity questions or topics you'd love me to cover um, to hello at franexcel.com because I know a lot of you think I'm inside your heads because you tell me all the time. But if I don't know what you need, I can't give it to you. So let me know. How do you feel when you have to make a big decision? They can feel hugely challenging for a number of reasons. You know, certainly not just surface level. There is a lot involved. It can often feel like you're going round and round and round in circles without actually filing, finding a solid conclusion. Or worse, you think you make your mind up, then change it again and again and again. <laughs> so much is going around your noggin. It's super noisy and it's massively sapping your energy. You know, the, do I trust myself? Do I trust the things I'm deciding between? Do I know what I really want? Do I understand the consequences for myself? Do I understand the consequences for other people? And what's the most important to me? Am I doing the right thing? You know, you can do a lot of conscious work when it comes to making decisions. All the thinking. That's part of the process for sure. But there's another couple of layers deeper that you can actually use. And they are incredibly helpful in the process. So you've got your unconscious mind and your body. And I'll explain what I mean shortly. When it comes to your unconscious mind, all your past experiences are stored there. And if you've been with me for any amount of time, you'll know this. The good, the bad, and the ugly is in there. The big and little traumas that happened as a child or older, you know, that have caused your inner protection mechanisms, you know, your ego and your triggers, your stories, your fears, your assumptions, your biases, your values. And all of this <laughs> can work for and against you and your ability to make big decisions. In a very simplified term, as an example, if you've grown up pretty independent, watching your primary caregivers make big decisions that work out, you'll probably find it pretty easy to make them for yourself. If, however, you grew up watching primary caregivers make big decisions that had negative ramifications for you and your family, or you were mollycoddled and not allowed to make your own decisions and were told that you weren't capable of it for whatever reason, or you made a big decision yourself and it led to negative consequences. If anything along those lines are your experience, then your brain will always try to protect you from that happening again. And it's highly likely to be difficult to make those decisions. But it doesn't have to stay that way. Remember, in the world's words of Carl Jung, until you make the unconscious conscious, it'll direct your life and you'll call it fate. So let's make it conscious. See, this is what I mean about digging a little deeper. This doesn't go just for the making of decisions itself. You also have the content and context of the decision itself, the thing that's actually going on. So there's a lot happening. 
But in my experience, there are lots of ways to make it a little easier using all three levels, your conscious mind, your unconscious mind, and your body. So here are a few ways for you to think about and try. And I use these to make my own decisions and help clients with theirs. And some of my big decisions include recently closing down my mini mastermind, the Proactive Pants Mastermind in its current iteration, to relaunch again in January with the same principles in a different format. I had some gorgeous clients that I have a lot of love for in there and that have been with me for two years, you know, and I was also cutting off that stream of revenue. So it was a big decision, but I know it was the right one. And I'm excited for January, the new format and the new ladies that I'm going to help achieve their big goals and dreams. So it's exciting. It doesn't mean it was easy at the time. You know, some of my clients' big decisions that they've been able to make really confidently in the end have been ending relationships, moving countries, completely pivoting businesses, requalifying in a completely different field, closing down revenue streams, letting go of nightmare clients, having huge life-changing conversations that they put off for years, and then loads more. So I hope that these tools and ideas really help you too. So firstly, don't beat yourself up for it feeling hard. Not all decisions are positive all round. You know, sometimes we have to make really tough ones, but we have to do what's for the best. So let go of any of the shoulds that you might be feeling. Let go of any judgment you might be feeling. Yeah, so you can get to the truth of the matter. You know, accept that it's hard and that's okay. Doubts are normal, especially if the right decision affects someone else negatively. So be kind to yourself in the process and don't suppress any emotions you might be feeling. Use them as a guide. They are there to tell you something important. No, but make sure you're able to regulate any stress you might be feeling through the process. And my stress to success meditation whoop, whoop, is perfect for those moments. So I've linked that up in the show notes and that is ready and waiting for you. You can also find it in the link in my bio on my Instagram. You know, just being able to take a step back for 10 minutes, it'll help activate the parasympathetic nervous system. So you're not operating and trying to make a big decision from a fight or flight response. That's never going to go well. It's so important to understand that you can't make a good decision from a bad place. So you've got to sort that bit first. The next thing to think about, be careful who you talk to. People will always have conflicting opinions on what you should do what is the best thing you know everyone will always operate from their ego their experiences their beliefs and biases and values and all of that so the more people you ask the more it could potentially muddy the waters having other opinions can be really helpful but don't attach anything to someone else's being right take what resonates with you and that's helpful but remember they aren't you you're the one that needs to live with the decision not them so if you know someone who can offer up a fresh perspective without judgment, awesome. You know, using a coach or whatever. If you know someone who has gone through something really similar, then awesome. Just be conscious of who and how many other opinions you ask for. Next one, learn to listen to your gut. Now I've talked about this before, but the gut is often referred to as your second brain. There are millions of neurons connecting the two. They talk to each other all the time. What you eat and your gut health, we know that this affects our mood. Food allergies affect our mood. The fear response from the brain goes to the gut very, very quickly. You feel it. You know, for me, it shows us butterflies. 
you know, the anxious feeling in the pit of your gut that can steer you in your decisions. But you also hear it in day-to-day language, you know, you get a gut feeling or a gut reaction. And we all kind of instinctively know what that means. I talked about it in the episode, Heavy Versus Light. So when you really learn to tune in and listen to it, you can find the answers that you need. We're often massively conditioned out of being in tune with our bodies. So if you're not used to listening, it may take a little while to get back into it, but it will get stronger and easier the more you do it, as with everything. A question that I love to use with clients is, you know, what if I told you you couldn't do that? Specific option. Insert your option here. So what if I told you you couldn't do that? And get them to tune into the sensations in their body. Yeah. What do you feel and where do you feel it in your body? What did your gut do? What emotions and sensations rose up in that split second? You know, was it relief? Name it. It's amazing how much your first reaction can tell you about how you feel about something. And this is amazing for when you have to make super quick decisions. You know, you'll get that initial, okay, if I don't do this, how will I feel? And then you'll get that initial reaction. But you can also, leading me on to the next one nicely, ask your body. Now, what do I mean? Your mind and body are so interconnected, but most of us have lost touch with that. So most of us are all in the mind in terms of connecting to something. You know, we overthink, we get stuck in analysis paralysis. We're often operating from kind of past experiences or future visions that we've decided are going to happen. You know, we're very rarely in the present moment. And one of the ways to know that you're in the present moment is to tune into the sensations in your body. And obviously my stress to success meditation helps you do this too. So it's a double whammy. In fact, it's a triple whammy. There's three things in there that are so good for all of this stuff. But the more we practice embodiment and getting into the body, the more we can learn about ourselves or situations. So there's a couple of ways that you can literally ask your body questions. It's about to get weird, kids. But these are genuinely some of my favorite things to do. I use it all the time in making decisions. So kinesiology can help a huge amount here, especially when we don't consciously know an answer. So what is kinesiology, you may be thinking? Well, essentially, it's the science of dealing with the interrelationship of the physiological processes of the human body with respect to movement. So it's using movement. It basically means, what does it mean? It means your body can give you answers that your mind often can't. Yeah. So you can use things like muscle testing and the unconscious idiomotor response. You know, kinesiology is used for a, a hugely wide ranging um, different things. So, for example, the first time I got introduced to it was for finding allergies. They use allergy, um, allergy muscle testing. And it's incredible. As soon, if you haven't had it before, go try it. But there are lots of different ways to do this. But my favorite is the sway. Now, this is super simple. Stand with your feet facing forwards. Close your eyes if you need to, to help you tune into your body. And state something that you know to be true. Like, my, for me, obviously, my name is Fran Excel. And notice what happens in your body. You should feel a little gentle tug forward, almost from like the core of you, for a yes statement. And then say something you know not to be true. Like, my name is Jemima Puddle Duck. And you should feel a gentle push backwards. So a yes answer should take you forwards and a no backwards. Yeah. So it may feel really, really subtle to start with. And for me, I feel it really at the core of my body. So ask away, peeps. Ask away and have fun with it. Let me know on Instagram if you try it. Tag me in. 
then the next thing to think about, ask the right questions. You know, I have some go-to questions that always help me with decisions. Now what's, here's, here you go. What is the best case scenario if I do this? And what is the worst? And what is the best case scenario if I don't do this? And what's the worst? What am I saying no to if I say yes to this option? And what am I saying yes to if I say no to this option? There's the no isn't necessarily negative and the yes isn't necessarily positive. Yeah, just bear that in mind. The next thing to think about, have you looked at all angles? You know, one of my other favorite questions can be super annoying, but always gives you a little extra or actually lets you know that you really have thought it through all the way. And that question is, and what's one more potential option? If you keep asking, okay, what's one more thing? What's one more thing? It will keep you thinking outside the box and looking for extra answers. Just by asking it is suggesting that there is one more thing. So your unconscious mind will start to look for it naturally. Yeah, start looking at all the different angles. It'll allow you to look at all the sides and give you far more information so you can actually make a better, more informed decision. You know, that's where we're using our conscious mind. You know, you can use visualization or meditation too if you want to, to help with this one. Just close your eyes and ask your question and see if a memory or a thought or an image comes up for you and then try and see how that all fits in together. It's just you connecting with your unconscious mind in a different way. You've got all the answers that you already need. And then the final thing, just stick to your decision. No regrets, no shoulda, woulda, coulda, no what might have been feelings. Just remember there is no failure, only feedback presupposition of NLP. You either get the outcome that you wanted or you'll learn some really, really valuable lessons in the process. And both are a good thing, my friend. So if you got value from this and you know in your gut that now is the time to step up and start rewiring your thinking and changing things for yourself, then book in a free discovery call so we can work out what needs to happen to get you from where you're at right now to the action-taking success you know you can be. And if you want my eyes and ears on your problems, I work with people one-on-one and through my proactive pants mastermind. So stop waiting for if and when and decide to change things now because you can. And as always, I hope that was helpful. So any questions, just let me know. And as always, I will see you next week. Bye.